Good evening, and thank you for tuning in to the Living Bipolar podcast. This is your host, Myla Rayford. And yes, it has been a while since I have been back on, but now it's 2016 and it's time to get these podcasts rolling. Now, hopefully everyone is good this evening, and the topic that I wanted to talk about is insomnia. Insomnia is something that is horrible for those of us who have bipolar disorder. It is a gift and a curse. It's a gift because you're very creative at this hour, but at the same time, you can't fall asleep. So there are a few things that I think that you can do to go ahead and make it easy on yourself to be able to fall asleep. One, tire yourself out. That's going to be one. Go to the gym, do what you need to do, burn a few extra calories in the process, take a nice warm shower, go to sleep. Now, that doesn't work for everybody because I can go to the gym, be tired, take a shower, and then be wide awake. So, that doesn't necessarily work for me. Um, I've even tried melatonin pills for sleep not sure if they worked or not because I was still up and my dosage of medicine I'm taking lithium Abilify and Klonopin and those three put together do not make me sleepy the only thing that makes me sleepy is just being naturally tired and throughout the middle of the day I am exhausted because I don't I rarely sleep at night And so that would be another reason why insomnia is not a good thing. Now, um, you can try to lay down in your room with everything off and stare at the ceiling or the wall or, or count sheep. That could be an idea as well. You could play games on your phone until it makes you fall asleep. I found that that may work sometimes. It doesn't work all the time, but it does work sometimes. Now, with insomnia, let's go ahead and look up the true definition of insomnia. I'm sorry that I didn't already have this available for the podcast I normally am more prepared than this and there are two types chronic and acute And most of us bipolar people have chronic insomnia. But insomnia is a sleep disorder that is characterized by difficulty difficulty falling and or staying asleep. People with insomnia have one or more of the following symptoms. Difficulty falling asleep. Waking up often during the night and having trouble going back to sleep. Waking up too early in the morning and feeling tired upon waking. There are two types of insomnia primary insomnia and secondary insomnia 
primary insomnia means a person is having sleep problems that are not directly associated with any other health condition or problem. Secondary insomnia means that a person is having sleep problems because of something else such as a health condition like asthma, depression, arthritis, cancer, or heartburn, pain, um, medication they are taking, or a substance they are using like alcohol. Now, acute versus chronic insomnia. Insomnia also varies on how long it lasts and how often it occurs. Now, it can be short-term acute acute insomnia or can last a long time chronic insomnia. It can also come and go with periods of times where a person has no sleep problems. Acute insomnia can last from one night to a few weeks. Insomnia is called chronic when a person has insomnia at least three nights a week for a month or longer. Causes of insomnia. Causes of acute insomnia can include significant life stress, job loss or change, death of a loved one, divorce, moving, illness, emotional or physical discomfort, environmental factors like noise, light, extreme temperatures, hot or cold that can interfere with sleep. Some medications, for example, those to treat colds, allergies, depression, high blood pressure, and asthma may interfere with sleep. Interference in normal sleep schedule, jet lag, switching from day to night shift, for example. Chronic insomnia. Causes of chronic insomnia include depression and or anxiety, chronic stress, pain or discomfort at night. And symptoms of insomnia can include sleepiness during the day general tiredness, irritability, and problems with concentration or memory. Diagnosing insomnia. Now, if you think you have insomnia, talk to your health care provider. An evaluation may include a physical exam, medical history, and a sleep history. You may be asked to keep a sleep diary for a week or two, keeping track of your sleep patterns and how you feel during the day. Your health care provider may want to interview your bed partner about the quantity and quality of your sleep. In some cases, you may be referred to a sleep center for special sleep tests. So that's the definition of insomnia and what it does, what it is, and everything. Now, with that being said, if you guys have any thoughts on how to get rid of insomnia too you can always email me at myla rayford that's m-y-l-a-r-a-y-f-o-r-d at gmail.com and you can email me and you'll and we can have an exchange where maybe if you know something that i don't know or I know something that you don't know. We can exchange thoughts. Because insomnia is a hard one to kick. And it's always hard for me to go to bed. Always, always, always. It's always so hard to go to bed. Like, sitting with everything off for me doesn't work. Counting sheep doesn't work. Playing games doesn't work. A nice shower always feels good. But I wake up. I'm the type where I'll fall asleep. And I'll wake up throughout the night. As soon as I wake up to go to the bathroom, I'm up. 
it's rare that I can fall back asleep and I do wake up early and when I wake up early I make myself go to sleep and wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning but I'm not sure you know what really causes my insomnia I know that being bipolar is something that really does cause it but I've been this way all my life barely able to sleep but chime in on your thoughts and what you guys think and I will be back with you all with another podcast very soon and I shall talk to you all later deuces goodbye